As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome back to the Artie Friends Podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. We are back with our What Would Your Best of You episode. I'm so sorry. We took one, maybe two months off from this because we have been doing our Eight Dimensions of Wellness series. So last month we were like, oh, we'll keep rolling with our guest. But this month we decided we'll just make the theme of the What Would Your Best of You episode wellness questions because we're about halfway through our wellness series. So we thought, you know, maybe listeners will have some questions and we'll talk them out. And can share some of the tips we've learned from those guests and can even point you in the direction of those topics are applicable. Absolutely. First, as always, a quick little catch-up, sharing our peaks of the weeks, and then we'll get into answering your questions. Yeah, not much new here. I will have just returned from Charleston in the Strops. We are pre-recording this intro, so hopefully next week I can give some updates on that trip. But yeah, just really being a social butterfly out here, having lots of get-togethers with friends. I feel like I'm finally finding the people in St. Louis that I click with, and that took a lot of time. Like I've been here two years now. And I feel like I'm just finding people that I spent enough time with where I can like be open and be vulnerable with them. And like, it's not just so surface level friendships. So that's been really great. And that's been fun to meet new people and have people over for The Bachelor is like really where I'm seeing a lot of people consistently. Um, so yeah, it's been really fun. No, I think that's a good shout, especially in the category of social wellness, that it takes time to find the right people. Even moving back to Omaha after college has been, oh my gosh, like five years now. And it took quite a few years before I found a group of friends that was like my post-college friends. Mm -hmm. So I think to give reassurance to anyone who is graduated or moved to a new place, like, don't worry, you will find your people. It takes time. Yeah, especially even if you move somewhere where there are people that you to high school with or college with, don't feel like you have to, I don't know, nurture and be friends with those people if it's not stage of life you're at right now. And if it's not the same as, you know, how it was years ago and stuff. So yeah, that's been really fun. And that is that's such a good shout. It is good encouragement, I feel like, because I don't know. I had wanted that for a while and it definitely takes time. And don't be afraid to be the person that gets people together. Like I know for this bachelor viewing party, I had all these random ass friends from all these different social circles and I was nervous to get them all together. And I didn't know if those other people would think that was weird, but everyone has loved it. And I've somehow created this like little mixed friend group of all these different people in my life from Pilates to like from social media to like my friends from Mizzou. So it's not weird. So stop <laughs> convincing yourself not to have people over because like, 
like these people don't know each other. Like everyone likes meeting new people. So that was a big learning lesson for me. Like I had just not wanted to have people over and get people together for so long because I was just like, these are all random people that don't know each other, but it all works out. Yeah. And if you guys didn't happen to hear the episode where Kara talks about how she basically said the bachelor was like the excuse to get people together. I think you just kind of got to find like an excuse because now I'm in a book club with some people we haven't met yet, but it's really about building the community and us talking about the book. It's really not that we're all like dying to read these books. So whatever it is, I find like maybe you guys love cooking Chinese food together. Maybe whatever interest that you could come up with to tie everyone together. It's really just an excuse. No, a hundred percent. Like we literally joke, we don't even watch The Bachelor. Like we we're all sitting around the TV, but like this was the fourth week a couple weeks ago and like half of us didn't even know the guy's name. We're like, what's his name? Tyler? Like, no, it's Zach. We're like, oh my God. Like, so 100%. It's just about getting people together. And again, that's what we talked about in the episode with Dr. Chelsea Shield. So you want to hear that, go listen to that. But yeah, that's my updates. Uh, What about you? Well, speaking of get-togethers, we went to a group gathering for Clay's work friends on Saturday night. And the wife of the guy hosting it, she like made up this game or found it on Pinterest or something where everyone there wrote down two things, well, two sheets of paper, one thing on each piece of paper, something that people wouldn't know about you and you don't put your name on it. And then everyone put their pieces of paper into a bucket and then we would go around and pass the bowl of these sheets of paper and read them. And then everyone had to guess like, who they thought it was and they were hilarious like especially because it was such a mixed group where some people knew each other really well but some people was like their first time meeting and I put that I stabbed my earring through my ears and just like pierced my own ears basically one day because I wanted it and no joke everyone in the room guessed me immediately they were like oh that was Allison I was like how the fuck they're like you give off that energy and I was like why (laughs) you have crazy piercer energy Uh, but that's a a fun little shout of a free game if you have a gathering and you're like I don't know what we should all do because sometimes it's hard to get people all to play like a board game or a card game because no one's listening Mm -hmm. this was like not that serious so you could still have like side conversations and like shoot the shit without it like hindering the game moving along it's a really good idea If you guys have been following my Instagram stories, I am opening a little secondhand and vintage shop next door to where New Wave was with two other people. So I could maybe, I don't know if I need to make like a three minute TikTok on this, but I needed to go into why I'm doing it. But the Sparknotes version is I want to scale New Wave much bigger than it being in my apartment. But for us living here and working here, I no longer wanted to have New Wave as a regularly open open store. And when the space for lease came up directly next to where I am, I'm like, oh, this is fucking perfect. I'd actually looked at the space a few years ago, but like didn't know how all the moving parts would work. And so I reached out to two other people who had secondhand shops. And I was like, listen, we all have our own brands. Like I have my new wave brand. You guys have your secondhand brands. We know how much work goes into this business. If we all join together and make a collective it would be way less work than we could all, like I could still focus on the podcast. I could still grow New Wave its own direction, but we could have a space where people can come and shop our brands. And if we're open three days a week, like we can both, or we can all just like work one day a week. And we're all like, perfect. Yes, let's do this. So 
it's kind of nice that it just worked out so easily. And we have been grinding our asses off for probably seven weeks now, coming up with a name, the branding, the vibe, and how, because all three of our van, brands are very different. So we were like, how do we make like a top umbrella brand that is neutral enough that it like fits everyone's styles? And how do we go about having vendors and who's in charge of what? So that's kind of been fun. Um, sharing a lot on my stories, if you like want to see the behind the scenes, it's totally Totally taking me back to when I first started New Wave and I'm just like oversharing the entire startup process. But I think that's a good shout. If, if you are starting a business, you don't have to wait to share about it until it's like done or good or perfect. I think people love seeing the process and it all come together and then they get to feel like they're like, oh my God, I was there since the beginning. And then they're going to be mm. more excited to come and support you when they, they're like bought into the whole process. But yeah, we got done with painting. The legals are done. Um, working on socials now. And then the grand opening will be March 3rd, 2023. So three 323. We thought that was cute. And so, yeah, now, because before, you know, when I was gone, people would be like, wait, is New Wave open? Like, are you there? What's happening? So now if you want to shop my secondhand stuff, like, and a lot of other people's, you can basically just go to 1404 and it will consistently be open and it won't be dependent on Allison's emotional state of well-being. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot to put on one person. So I can totally see why you're expanding with other people. And that's so exciting. And I can't wait to shop it. IRL. Yeah. Thanks. And last thing on it, I wouldn't have have had this thought if we didn't have the podcast because it's like mm. if I would have made my own podcast it would have taken me so much longer to grow it would have been so much more work it would never have been as good but Kara and I doing it together we got to use each other's strengths to build a great show and like I've learned so much from her and it's really taught me like teamwork makes the dream work and I love secondhand and vintage but I don't want it to be my entire life I want it to be like a third of my life so I'm like cool there's got to be someone else who wants secondhand and vintage to be a third of their life mm-hmm. So if you are someone who is really multifaceted and likes a lot of things, maybe consider going into business with someone where you can like have your cake and eat it too. And you don't have to like devote your entire life to the business that you're opening. Wow. I love that. That's so nice. First off, the say that our thing inspired that thing. But yeah, I 100% agree. Like teamwork does make the dream work. That's such a good point. So excited for 1404. And yeah, anything else for that? Mm, If anyone's like, what is 1404? That's literally the address. That's the store number. Oh, cute. And it used to be the Prague Hotel. Mm -hmm. And there's this like old vintage lettering above the door and, you know, 1404. And so when we made the group chat for the store, I just called it the 1404 group. And then as time went on, we kept referring it to as 1404. And then when we were stuck on coming up with a name, we're like, honestly, we're keeping 1404. I love it. We love the... So we just made the logo literally the vintage lettering and we're like, let's call it a day. We can rebrand later if we hate it. No, I literally love it. I think it's perfect. Sweet. Thanks. (laughs) And so (laughs) the takeaway from that is like, if you are starting a business too, like don't get so hung up on the name that it like never happens. I was watching Girl Boss. Have you seen that yet? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, it's um the story of Nasty Gal with Sophia Amoruso, I think is how you say her last name. And it, it literally takes four episodes of how long it took her to come up with her name. She's like, Rubik's Vintage, this, that. And then finally, she goes to this nightclub and decides Nasty Gal is the name. But I don't know, it just reminded me that I feel like people get really hung up on the name. For sure. And you can always change and, it because you can legally make your name one thing and then you're just doing business as. You just add that yeah. and then 
change it. And like, think about it. Amazon, what the fuck does that have to do with the Amazon rainforest? Like literally think of any brand, you know, Starbucks, a star and a buck. Yeah. Nothing to do with coffee. Like once it's out there, people are just like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's all about how you brand it and everything and how you make the image. So, okay. Exciting. Absolutely. Two quick announcements. Really quick how Allison was talking about starting this podcast. If you missed last week's episode, we did a whole full-on dive of how to start a podcast if you are interested at all in starting your own show. We also plugged that we made a whole book, a whole PDF download of how to start a podcast that's extremely in-depth of what we wish we would have known before we spent thousands of dollars and hundreds and thousands of hours making our own show. So definitely go check that out. The PDF, it's called our podcast Bible, is also on our website, ardyfriendspodcast.com slash shop. That's our first plug. What is our second announcement, Allison? Oh my God. I don't even feel like I am worthy of being the one to announce this. No, yes, you <laughs> are. Please share. Okay. If you guys have been following with the Already Friends podcast Instagram stories, we have been planning a group trip along with last week how we were like the website was two years in the making. The podcast Bible was two years in the making. We've been wanting to have a group trip since we started this show, but the liability side, we're like, oh my God, what if something happens to someone? What, how are we going to plan this whole thing? So Kara found this amazing company called Trova Trip. So I'll let you take it from here because that was so clutch of you. Yeah, they're basically a travel agency that plans group trips and they've coordinated all of this for us so that we are going to Costa Rica, the Ari Friends podcast, X Costa Rica. <laughs> That's going to be in the <laughs> fall of this year. Seven days, six nights along the Caribbean beaches side of Costa Rica. So we sent out a survey of what people wanted to do when we did this trip. And the number one response was beach and chill. Like, I just want to go to the beach. I just want to hang out. I want sun. So that's what we're doing. We're going to bop around Costa Rica, see different beaches, go on a boat ride. All the itinerary is listed on our website. So if you guys want to come travel with us, it's going to be a great time. We're having this group and you're going to meet amazing podcast listeners, amazing people from all over the world that just want to connect, just want to meet new people and see a cool place together. Yeah. And like Kara said, the number one response was beach and chill. We kind of thought for this first trip that the emphasis should be more about like the people and the community. So we didn't want to like go. We originally were kind of thinking Mexico City and we're like, maybe that's too overstimulating. Like maybe that's too much about the city. And so with Costa Rica, it's like we are there to see each other. And then the bonus is we get to do these other awesome things. And the cool thing about Trova Trip is like, yes, they did add some cool stuff to our, our itinerary, but there's also this option where we can go in and care and I can add some stuff too. So there will be some surprise fun activities that we put together, like group photos at Sunset on the Beach and things like that, where I don't know, are just fun little fun already friends customized activities. Yes, yes. And yes. since we posted this, I already had a brand reach out and they're going to sponsor all of our guests. I didn't even tell you that. Uh, a very <gasps> exciting local St. Louis brand. So I'm hoping we get some more. So just know there's a lot of fun things in store, some good surprises. So yeah, that is live. So head to our website alreadyfriendspodcast.com. You can sign up there and we hope to see you in Costa Rica. Yeah. And last thing on it, not to like create stress or urgency, but obviously it's a small amount of people that we can take. So it will just be first come first serve. So yeah. if you've been waiting and you want to do this, definitely hop on it sooner than later. Yes. That is such a good point. It is first come first serve. And yeah, all again, we'll link it in our show notes and on our socials where you can sign up. Woo woo. Amazing. Okay. Peaks of the week. Peaks of the week. <gasps> 
Uh, finally, guys, I've been manifesting this for months. I've probably told you guys like 10 times that I need new bedding. Like in the Huga episode, I was like, I just, I haven't got new bedding yet because I was holding out. I was like, I want to make it a brand deal. Like I already bought my whole bedding set from Target probably two years ago. And it's like five, at least $500 to get the sheets set, the blanket, the comfort, mm-hmm. the, the shams, the, the throw pillows. It's like a whole thing. And I was like, I need to upgrade my bedding because it's been through a lot, but I don't want to pay all this money again. And so I reached out to Etitude Bedding. It's bamboo bedding. And I just crafted this like really amazing pitch because I rarely ever like cold pitch out to brands unless I'm like, I'm obsessed with your brand. This could be such a good partnership. Like I've been really eyeing your product. So, and you know, really wanting it. This is not just random. Mm -hmm. And they sent it and it is so gorgeous. And I have been waiting to put it on my bed. I don't know what I'm waiting for. This is like the quote that's like, (laughs) stop waiting to wear your clothes. Stop waiting to do the thing. But it's been like really cloudy and dreary here. And I'm like, I want to make this a moment. Like I want to retire the old bedding. I need to like set a vibe, like a Sunday, clean the whole room and get some fresh flowers and make it like a fucking ordeal. Yeah. But I'm stoked. So I do have, I don't know, there's some link in my bio if you guys want to look at it. What's the name one more time? Etitude. E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E. Etitude Bamboo Bedding. Okay, cool. And it's really gorgeous. And even if you have no interest in buying their bedding on their website and Instagram. They just have so much good bedroom inspo because I feel like nowadays it's like a whole thing to like have mix matched sheets with the duvet cover with the different pillows. Like it's no longer like buy this bed set in a box and like put it together. People are like making their whole bed an art situation. Yeah. And they have really good inspo. Okay, great. That's really exciting. Yay. Thanks. This is an exciting episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so exciting. Um, my peak of the week, I'm doing this retroactive but I'm gonna say going to Charleston. I hope that was my peak. Like I hope that was the most exciting thing that I did this week. Oh, it definitely will be. Yeah. And see yeah, seeing your mom and sister. Yeah, seeing McKenna, seeing Lolo, getting to hopefully get some sun. And I just love Charleston. If you guys don't know, I lived there for a month during COVID in July of 2020. And I lived with like six friends. We just rented these two apartments. And it was seriously out of a book or out of a movie, just living with like your friends, two guy friends, three girlfriends, all driving to the beach every night and just running around Charleston like it's so fun so I'm very excited to be back I mean also that's a good shout for anyone who wants to have like a really cool summer experience like if you have a group of friends you guys just all shared the cost of renting this Airbnb mm-hmm. so it was affordable and even if like you could only do three weeks or two weeks of it once you divvy it down it's like the same price as going on a week vacation yeah that's my peak let's read your guys's peaks Aw, Aaron said, feeling like myself after a little bit of a sick runaround. That is just the word. Like we all get into funks and it happens, but that's the duality of life. You know, to appreciate the good, we've got to have some some down weeks. So I'm really glad that you're feeling better again. Han said, celebrating my bestie girl's 25th birthday. She's a fellow Already Friends podcast listener this weekend. Ah. I love that. Happy birthday to your friend. And thanks for both listening. We we love that. Okay. This is very tied into today's episode of wellness and self-care. Molly said, getting my nails done because self-love is the shit. Yes. We love that for you. And finally, Aaron said, finally talking some things out that I thought I was over, but wasn't. That kind of encompasses the whole what would your bestie do advice column. We try to help you guys talk things out, process things. So proud of you for doing that. And yeah, sending you guys' peaks to our Instagram at Already Friends Podcast. 
and let's get into today's show. All right. As always, these are anonymous. On our website, we have a tab, WWYBD. Just go in there. There's a little box, and you can mad type as much as you want. If you have a one-line question, if you have a one-page question, send it to us. It goes into our email portal, and then we'll gather all the questions and loop them into a themed episode. So we grabbed ones that are wellness-oriented. And the first question is... What are your guys' favorite ways to take care of yourself? How do you do it when things are hard, hectic, and busy? I like brain dumped a lot of thoughts on this. First thing, win the morning, win the day. For me, if if I don't have a grounded morning, just the whole rest of the day is off. And I know for a lot of people, like if they don't work out in the morning, that throws their day off and like they're just not going to get to it. So I think those would be two good tips. On a bigger note, if... I'm really feeling void of inspiration and motivation. That's when I'll take a solo trip. And that is so crucial for pulling me out of my funk. It just like requires me to rely on myself and shake up my routine, see some new things, meet some new people. And then if I'm like at home and want to splurge a little bit, a facial or massage, that'll really do it. And then some key tips are to communicate with those around you if you need that personal time and schedule self-care activities on your calendar like you would anything else. And it's so crazy that we actually have gotten to a point in society where that's even a thing because, you know, back in the day, taking care of yourself and being alive and surviving was like, the foundation. And now we've gotten to the point where somehow self-care is put on the back burner. But if you live a very busy life, the only way those things are going to get integrated into your life is to schedule them in. So absolutely. I wrote down the exact same things as you for when the morning, really hone in on your morning routines and find a formula for your morning routine that starts your day off successful. So I like to do the five minute journal right when I wake up. I like to drink water and Literally, it's hard, but I make sure I don't check my phone for the first 15 minutes. There are days, obviously, where I fail or it's just like so tempting to look at social media. But you're so right. If you start your day off with social media, you're just going to crave it for the rest of the day. Like, I think there's some science behind that with some study that shows whatever you do right when you wake up, you crave that for the rest of the day. Um, So for me, I... You're so right. Yeah. Okay. It's literally the dopamine thing. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever... Dopamine hit you get first thing in the day. So that's like why people who smoke cigarettes first thing in the day, then they want them all day. Wow. Same with going on Instagram and seeing you have all these likes or you see all you have all these comments. Like just find a routine that works for you. So yeah, for me, it's journal, drink water, let Margo out. Now I'm even trying to like make breakfast or just go to the gym, head to a workout before I even check my phone, which again, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but that's what I try to do. Again, working out, you said that, but that keeps me sane. If I'm not consistently working out, then I can quickly go down a spiral. And it is hard when you get out of the routine. So they say, if you ever get out of your workout routine or any type of habit, don't let yourself miss more than two days. I don't know if you said that on the show or if I saw it somewhere else, but it's so much harder after you've let yourself get out of the routine for two days to get back into your routines and get back into those habits. So working out is huge for me. And then something that we covered on our recent Patreon episode was knowing if you're introvert or extrovert. And a way that I take care of myself is knowing how I recharge. So, you know, you always think about being introvert or extrovert as oh, they talk a lot. They like talking in front of people or, you know, they keep themselves more. But it really is about 
even how you recharge your battery and how you recharge your social battery. So knowing that I'm an extrovert, if I haven't seen people in a week or in a few days, maybe one of the ways I take care of myself is to have some social interaction, go meet up with a friend for coffee or lunch. So that's another way. And then finally, um, yeah, those routines again, like my nighttime routine. One way I take care of myself is that I wash my face every single day. I don't know, personal hygiene is definitely a big way to take care of yourself, but especially washing your face. Like I don't think I've missed washing my face since I was like 19. Okay, cool. Sending you love. Hopefully you figure out what works for you. Okay, next question. In the past year or so, I've had a lot of growth with my mental, spiritual, and physical wellness, and I am very proud of the progress I have made because overall I am happier. However, how do I combine this growth with balancing friends who may no longer be on the same page as me? I love my friends and I want to stay friends with them, but it seems like our priorities are no longer aligned. Trying to balance my social wellness with my new wellness from the other dimensions. Love you guys. Okay, I think this is a really good question, especially for the Already Friends podcast where we're like, all right, go be your best self. And it's like, but what about my friends who maybe are on that same path as me right now? Mm -hmm. And speaking from personal experience, I do feel like as you start your wellness journey, it's easy to get a little chip on your shoulder, especially if you're someone who is maybe not wellness oriented. You start going down the self-help train and you're like, wow, I'm so disciplined. I have all these healthy groceries. My house is clean. Like go me, I'm killing it. And like, yes, love this for you. Love this for us. But realizing that like, it just takes time for everyone. And I saw this amazing TikTok literally last night and he was talking about the three dimensions of consciousness. I'll literally link it because he goes more into depth of the three. But like the lowest one is just like our programming and what we all start off as is just like going through the motions, you know, basically think like keeping up with the Joneses, go to school, go to college, get married, buy the house, like that whole thing, drink every weekend, scroll your phone, binge watch TV, yada, yada, all that. But that's like what we're served first. Like very few people, unless your parents were very conscious, you probably grew up eating fast food and watching a lot of TV and now there's iPad kids and that whole thing. And so it's not that people, they just don't know better. And the only way that they're ever gonna know is if you keep shining your light and like sharing with people. And so I do feel like you'll be able to find a balance of like you can grow and level up in a way that inspires them without maybe having to like fully cut them out of your life. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know, I feel like we always say on here, like you don't wanna burn a bridge, but also you don't wanna be hanging out with people who are like energetically bringing you down, but best case scenario, you could bring them up to your level. So maybe there's ways like if you hang out with them every couple of months or still stay in touch that in time, they'll be inspired by your growth and get to that point. Yeah. I 100% love all you're saying. And I was going to say the same thing. Like you don't necessarily need to not be friends with them, but maybe you can just limit what you want to spend your time doing with them. So maybe if they're still friends that you want to go out with. Maybe you're not going out every single weekend, but maybe now you just go out once a month or once every other month. You can still do that with them, but at least make sure you're placing those friendships with, you know, other friendships that are also in the same interests that you're into now. Like, I don't know, can you make friends from the new workout classes that you're going to and have those people to go out to lunch with or spend time with on the weeknights or weekends? Uh, yeah, again, we always say like, don't burn bridges, but yeah, I don't feel like you need to necessarily cut them off. No, and I don't think that this person thinks that they should cut them off. I think they're just feeling like pulled from two ends, you know, like, ah, uh, I still love them, but like, maybe we don't have that much in common anymore. And also I just want to reassure you, like that is so normal. I have had so many friends that we just like grew 
apart naturally. And it is best case scenario when you both kind of feel like the natural progression away. It gets awkward when the other person still really wants to be friends and you're like, ooh, now I have to acknowledge this. Yeah. And so then that's like a whole nother situation. Yeah. And if it does get to that point where this person like constantly, if it is drinking, is like asking you to come out every single night and you kind of tell them that you're backing up from drinking. Just whatever you're going to say, just always, like we always say, make those I statements. You know, I'm really cutting back on my drinking. Like, I just don't like how it makes me feel. I don't like my relation right now with alcohol. So not like you guys are disgusting and you drink eight times a day, like <laughs> whatever. Don't make it about them. Just make it about yourself. And if this person's mature, if they have, you know, common sense, they're going to understand. Yeah. And if they don't, then... Maybe it's a sign. Maybe maybe it's a sign. That's the universe <laughs> working in your favor, telling you that you gotta go. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully right. that helps. <laughs> As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program out there. They've been experts for 30 years and millions of users have trusted them to help them learn second, third, fourth languages. And this is especially timely for me because one of my goals for the year, I literally just said this in our Patreon goal setting workshop last week, is that I want to learn Spanish. I studied German in college and unfortunately, I don't get to go to Germany or Austria very often. But I have been spending a lot of time in South America and Mexico. I spent all of January in Colombia and I loved it so much that I'm going back in April. I'm going to Tulum next week. And I'm like, you know what? It is time that I really buckle down and get better at Spanish. If you also are thinking of traveling more, learning second, third, fourth languages, I can't recommend getting started with Rosetta Stone enough. If you would like to get Rosetta Stone and not put off learning language any longer, there's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Already Friends listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem 50% off at rosettastone.com today. And thank you to Rosetta Stone for sponsoring the Artie Friends podcast and helping me in my Spanish language learning journey. 
This episode is sponsored by Honey Love. Honey Love is revolutionizing the bra game. Can you think of a bra that you actually like to wear? One that doesn't poke you, does not hurt, and that you kind of forget that you're wearing? For me, I'm thinking of my Honey Love bra. I have fully said goodbye to wearing underwire and bulky fabric bras that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. The fabric is super soft and it feels like a second skin and you'll immediately feel and notice the difference. Right now, I'm wearing the silhouette bra and I'm totally forgetting that I'm wearing a bra, but it totally lifts. It feels so supportive. It looks so good under shirts. And it's not like those bras that give you that uniboob effect when you put on a tight shirt or tight clothes. It separates, it lifts, it does everything that a bra should be doing. I'm also obsessed with the shapewear. I have the superpower thong, which is kind of like this mid-stomach shapewear piece. The way that it gives my body this hourglass shape that I did not know that I had and is so comfortable. I have traditional shapewear from a few different brands and they kind of hurt so bad. Within a couple hours, I feel like I can't breathe. But with Honey Love's shapewear, it's so comfortable. It's meant to be able to breathe, to live your day-to-day life in. And I feel like I can definitely use the shapewear for my wedding. So I'm very excited about that. So if you're ready to step into that next level comfortable bra and shapewear, it's your time to get Honey Love. Go to honeylove.com slash already friends and you can get 20% off your entire order with that link. So it's honeylove.com, H-O-N-E-Y-L-O-V-E.com slash already friends for 20% off. Make sure to use that code to show your support of the show. And thanks again to Honey Love for sponsoring the Already Friends podcast. Okay, next question. Do you guys use any shroom extracts like lion's mane and such? Do you guys think microdosing on non-hallucinogenic mushrooms would be a good idea? I said for me, mwahaha, yes. I take (laughs) maca powder and lion's mane every day. Well, mostly every day as long as I'm at home. I add it to my smoothies, some non-dairy yogurt, oatmeal. I have a few linked on my storefront if you like want specific recs. But to me it's not that serious. Like not something to really overthink. I mean, it's just a supplement that you can add in the same way that like, oh, maybe if you took some natural- Like greens. Yeah, Collagen. Yeah, Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, For like the non-hallucinogenic mushrooms, there's some really great brands. Like I know Mudwater, they make a Mm. coffee blend and people really love that. So yeah, that Mudwater company, I've heard great things about. Also just new tropics in general. That's like the type of vitamin wellness supplement you're talking about. There's so many great brands and we even had one sponsor our show. But yeah, there's so many benefits you can, find like gummy vitamins that help with brain function, brain clarity, all the things. So in my personal experience, again, I haven't tried them, but I've heard good things. So I say go for it. Yeah. I think mushrooms could heal the world. I think if everyone did mushrooms, we'd all be a lot happier. The hallucinogenic ones. Oh, okay. I don't know about that (laughs) personally, but But in general, mushrooms both non-hallucinogenic and hallucinogenic are so amazing. It is mind-blowing. Like if you look on TikTok, like mushroom benefits, it's crazy. This has nothing to do with what you're asking, but I, I can't go without saying this right now. I am obsessed with the show, The Last of Us right now. I have literally like one person, Reba, that is watching it. I'm I've been watching trying to it. Every- you are? Yeah. What? You've been talking oh about this. Oh my God, we not talked about this? Well, I haven't heard. If you post this on Instagram, I've not seen this. Oh my God, no. I guess I've just been talking to everyone in person like trying to convince everyone to watch it. But then I say it's a zombie show and people are like, I feel like everyone's watching it. At least in my social circle, like everyone's watching it. So that's really funny. Oh my God. No, it's like me, Clay, one dude from Clay's gym and Reba (laughs) that I know. And oh, the episode with Bill and Frank, like, and then like, I'm going to need therapy for the last thing that happened last week. I know everyone's like- unwell. Everyone's so unwell. Um, 
It's a great show. But what, what were you going to say? How does this tie in? It's just about mushrooms. Do they do mushrooms? No, the mushrooms are taking over. That's what caused the apocalypse. Because the mushrooms are so powerful that they evolved and that like all the zombies are like mushrooms. Oh. Maybe I, is <laughs> that so what happened? Based, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so The Last of Us is based off of a video game. Yeah. And, and Connor what used to happens play is, that. Yeah, okay. So it, the earth got hotter and this strand of fungi adapted to be able to survive and it wasn't supposed to be able to take on human form, but it evolved. And so if you go back and watch the this, it's like a weird 70s like media room. Oh, you know, I saw uh, all of that, but I didn't realize it was a mushroom, I guess. That makes sense. Or fungi. Yeah. Is that the same thing? Mushroom are fungi. Like how a, a bee is. So it was insect. a mushroom though that started the whole thing. Yeah. And okay. if you look now at the zombies more, they like look like crazy mushrooms. No, people. they do. It's a little scary. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the derailment. Now we can chat about Last of Us. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, like all my friends are watching it. That's really funny. Um, it's very good. Yeah. Pedro. Yeah, so if you guys aren't watching it, which, oh my God, I'm getting so sidetracked, but from a producing standpoint, releasing one episode at a time is brilliant because I'm like soaking in every episode with other shows when they just drop the whole season, you just blow through it no. in like one afternoon. A hundred percent. Like, why did we go away from that? It's so much better. So much better. Then you watch one episode and you move on with your life. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next question. I'm about to move in with my boyfriend and I'm an ambivert, which we did Google what this meant. Ambivert means you're 50-50 extrovert and introvert. I'm really scared about not about not getting my space whenever I please we move in together since you guys already live with your partners how do you find time to yourself I'm not gonna sugarcoat this I feel like this is definitely a struggle that a lot of people have and I'm not even someone who needs my own space really at all but now that me and Connor live together for what two and a half years now I've noticed that I do want my own space sometimes and I feel like that's just all about communicating with that person and finding a way to I don't know give each other space give each other alone time. So for me, I really love when Connor has his guys nights and he goes over to his guys friends houses and they just like do their own thing for five or six hours. And I have that alone time. Like that's super rejuvenating for me and finding a way to like make that work. I have a friend who her parents, their whole childhood, every Saturday, the dad would take the kids and like go get pancakes to go get breakfast. And like every Saturday morning, the mom would have the house from like 8 a.m. to noon by herself. And it was just a way to like thank mom for like cooking everyone's meals all week, like give her alone time, give her time to recoup. And she was like, yeah, that's a tradition. Like I want to start with my family too. I'm like, wow, that's like actually really nice. Like even though sure mom can tag along a couple weeks, like if she wants to come, it's just like nice that they have that aside because like she is a stay-at-home mom and she does the most. So if you can find a way to make little routines like that. And then of course I would say tap into your third place. If you don't know what that is, go listen to our episode about that. But it's just basically a place that is your own thing and you can go and find community and do an activity there and make sure it's not a third place that your boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other has as well. I feel like that will hopefully help you deal with the situation. What are your thoughts? I agree. It's definitely hard to navigate, but I have, I lived in the sorority house. So that was like living with a ton of people. Then I lived with my ex-boyfriend and now, and then I've lived with Clay. So I have had roommates or a significant other for like basically eight years or something. There was only one year that I like lived by myself by myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm someone who definitely needs a lot of alone time. So I think having 
a dedicated space that's like just yours. So we are fortunate enough that in my office, like that's my area. And then our spare bedroom is Clay's area. And this sounds kind of controlling, but I think it's really important. And the more I was thinking about it, I was like, it's actually not controlling. If someone's going to the bathroom, we all have a communal understanding that you don't like bust in while someone's like taking a shit, right? Like you (laughs) knock on the bathroom door. Like that's a cordial thing to do. You let people have their alone time in the bathroom, which if you and your partner don't do that, and I'm not saying you guys can't like go to the bathroom in front of each other, but I think letting people have their bathroom time alone is very nice. Societally understood. Yeah, yeah. But I also feel like I need that in my office. Like I need my creative time, my meditation time, my stretching time to also know that I'm not going to be interrupted, that the door is just not going to like fly open. And so I've communicated to Clay like, hey, when I'm in my office, like I am deliberately seeking alone time or working on something and I don't want to be interrupted. So if you need me, shoot me a text and I'll be like, yes, you can come in or I'll come out there. And like almost every single night, he does Ramwad. It's basically like the CrossFit version of Yin Yoga. It's actually so funny because they like have different names, but it's like rebranded for muscular guys. <laughs> it's But he does a Ramwad routine in the evening and he like plays Zen music and goes in and shuts the door. And like, I know to not interrupt him during that time. And it also works with our schedules that he goes to bed earlier and then wakes up earlier. And then I go to bed later and wake up a little later. So he gets to have like his whole morning by himself to read, to cook a meal and know that I am not going to wake up. Like he has the house to himself. And I know in the evening I have three hours after he goes to bed to do whatever I want by myself. And I think that's a nice way because even though that way one of you doesn't have to leave, which I do think the shouts you gave about one person going away is awesome. But if there's nights where you both need to be there, just say, hey, like, I'm going to go into the bedroom and read. I'm going to shut the door. Like, is that okay? Or if you guys are going to take different nights off, how you said, like, you love when Connor is going to his friends, it would be nice if you knew that beforehand so that you could then deliberately not make plans out Mm -hmm. and be like, perfect. Well, if you're going to go out Friday, I'll stay in Friday night and have my self-care night and then I'll go out Saturday night and you can have the house Saturday night and then maybe Sunday we can have it together. Yeah, I love everything you said. And yeah, it's really all about communicating and finding what works for you and with your space and all that. So it's tough, but it's doable. All right. And last question, would love any advice on self-discipline and accountability when it comes to goals, new habits, lifestyle changes, et cetera. I'm having a really hard time staying motivated and forcing myself to keep with things. Yeah, I have some practical tips. I feel like I'm a very like practical, logical person. So for me, I have a new goal that I've been working on and I literally blocked off in my Google calendar every single day, the hour or how many hours it takes to do that goal. So schedule it out. If you're a planner person, write it in your planner, but truly just put it on pen and paper, put it in your calendar so that you can consistently do that. If you need to find an accountability buddy, depending on what it is, find an accountability buddy and you guys can text and remind each other to do certain things. When it comes to actually attaining the goals, seek help, like go seek out professional advice or if you need to talk to an expert, if you're like trying to have a goal of getting big on YouTube or social media, like can you find a coach? Like I think there's so many different resources for these types of things. But yeah, for me, it's scheduling it out, um, tracking it. I even have like a tracker for when I check off certain things I've been doing with one of my goals and that's all in Notion. So yeah, just figure out what tools you can use to your benefit. And I don't know, that's been really working for me. What's been working for you? Well, I saw this TikTok literally what we say all the time, but I saw this TikTok. So I don't know how factual this is or the science, but 
The guy was saying, if you have ADHD and you can't stick to your habits, it's not your fault, but because people with ADHD have a lot harder time building habits because dopamine isn't released in the same way. And I didn't figure out until like a year ago that I have ADHD and I've always been someone who just like every day, I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Like I have a general trajectory of like what I want to get done. But like, if it goes a different route, I'm like, cool, whatever. I don't care. Like I am very opposite from you from the logic side. And I know for a lot of people that they're like, yes, I need to make a Google calendar event to do this thing. But for me, that like stresses me out way more. I'd rather just like go with the flow every day. And so for me, I've I've made buckets for different habits that I want to do. So like, let's just take mind, body, spirit. For me, doing the exact same thing every single day is never going to happen. Like no two days of mine are ever going to look the same. No morning routine is ever going to look the same. So like, let's say for movement, maybe one day I take a walk. Maybe the next day I go to a yoga class. Maybe the next day I do like an ab routine from YouTube. For spirit, maybe one day I meditate. Maybe the next day I FaceTime a friend. But I try to just do like, and then the other one is mine. So maybe one day you listen to a podcast. Maybe the next day you read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. But for me, like I'm never going to be able to do all of those things every single day. I would just get bored and then I would just stop doing them. And that's what I've realized about myself. Like I'll be so committed to something, can do it for 60 days, take a day off. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I could just never do that again. So to shake it up, I just try to weave all of those things in when they feel right instead of forcing it. Yeah. Do you use any way to kind of track it or are you just like, tracking it in your head? Uh, I just journal. Okay. But because then maybe no, through journaling, I, you could see what you need that week or what you've been doing really good at. Yeah, that's great. But I guess for me, it's so different because on like the self-care things, I don't really like track them as much. It's more just like feeling. Yeah, no, that's that's so true. As opposed to because they also asked about accountability. I will say I'm really excited. I just um, bought this course that's like a, a business course. And I have, I mean, I always think you can always learn more, but the premise of the course is mostly things that I already know because I've already started a business. But since I want to rebrand New Wave, well, not rebrand, go a new direction with it. I felt that like having the course and this guy as my mentor would just like actually make me follow through with the schedule. Mm -hmm. So for me with work, having things very rigid and deadlines and accountability like works really well for me. But for habits and day-to-day personal things, I really like it to be much more Mm open-ended. No, I agree. That's echoes what I said about hiring someone. If you're putting in monetary investment into like a trainer or a life coach or a career coach, that's going to be accountability on your own because you've literally put your money behind it. So yeah. And then I guess just final tips on self-discipline, having habits that support making your goals easy. That's something we always talk about reading Atomic Habits, reading The Power of Habit, those books we can't recommend enough. But yeah, just take it a step at a time and just try to um, try not to overwhelm yourself with trying to do everything. Just do everything a little bit here and there. And yeah. Yeah. I feel like my wrapping up thought is like the whole wellness journey, you have your whole life to do it. And it's just building blocks. Like I remember a few years thinking I could never give up alcohol and cheese at the same time. Like the idea of giving up dairy, like my whole brand was wine and cheese. Like that was like my literal favorite thing to do on like a weekend (laughs) with the girls. And so then I gave up 
alcohol. And I was like, well, I'm never fucking giving up cheese now. And like now I never eat cheese. Like rarely if it's like I'm at a restaurant and it's a pain in the ass to change the meal. But like it takes time. And if if you value something, like you'll get there. But if you're just doing something to do it and you don't actually like believe in it or want it, then you're gonna not do it. So I think it's more important to move at your own pace and go really slow than, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. You have your whole life. You'll get there when you're gonna get there. Yeah. Exactly. And when you do make those drastic changes, that's when like you kind of easily see yourself fail. So one step at a time, you got this. And yeah, I think that's all of our thoughts with that. Eh, Last, last, last thought. Online, it's so easy to think that people make these changes like a 180 overnight. Like, oh, she just stopped drinking. Oh, they just became vegan. Oh, they just only shop secondhand now. Like basically never. Most time, it's a very gradual process. It's like, oh, I kind of started evaluating my relationship with alcohol. Then I did one month without drinking. Like it happens in time. But I feel like if you look online, it seems like people are just like, they got their life together. They just decided one day like, all right, getting my life together. Green smoothie every morning, Pilates every day. It's like behind every success story, there's 10 years in the making. So behind everyone's wellness journey, there are many years and many days that it took them to get there. So just don't compare yourself. Couldn't agree more. Okay, great. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another What Would Your Best You Do episode. As always, you know, to submit your questions on our website, ourdefensepodcast.com. And yeah, we will catch you guys next week for another episode of our Eight Dimensions of Wellness series. Awesome. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We want to tell you guys, what is our favorite thing in this world? Getting Apple and Spotify reviews. So to thank you guys, when we hit 500 reviews on Apple and Spotify, we're going to give you one of your favorite things. And we're going to tell you what it is. It's a $50 gift card to wherever you want. Please, come on. We're desperate. We're literally dreaming up these reviews in our sleep. Got to help us get there. We want to keep creating great Already Friends podcast shows for you guys. We need those reviews. So don't make us beg, all right? (laughs) So leave a rating, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to us. And yeah, when we hit 500, we'll pick two of you guys to get a $50 gift card to wherever you choose. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you in the review section of our show. Love y'all. Love ya. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.